You're listening to the Small Talk Podcast, covering local business and community in the city of Des Plaines. Welcome to Small Talk, connecting business and community, brought to you by the Displays Chamber of Commerce and Industry and Ian Ryan Interactive. I'm your host, Andrea Bewer, the Executive Director of the Displays Chamber, and today's episode, we are talking to the one and only Barry Kane, the Executive Vice President of the New Tradition Chorus, talking about the social aspects of singing in a group and how it could keep you young. Wow, I want to learn how to sing in a group and be young. Well, I've had the pleasure of working with Barry with the Displays Chamber over the past year when New Tradition Chorus joined the chamber. His group has sung at several of the chamber events, and I am in just awe of how good they are and the beautiful harmonies they produce. And I know our members can't wait to hear them again, and they are so perfect for events. And just welcome to Small Talk, Barry. Thank you. God, it's great to have you here. And from one former singer to another, you guys are just incredible. So tell our listeners how you got into singing. Well, how I got into the new tradition was at a block party. A friend of mine said, do you sing? And I said, "Uh, not really. I can't read music. He said, well, you know, just come to one of our meetings. You don't have to be able to read music. And if you can kind of match what you're hearing, that's all it takes. So, so, And that was about 30 years ago. So you mean to tell me that you didn't sing when you were in school, nothing? You started as an adult. Yes. And this is how the magic started. Yes, yes. So, and you, you're saying that at the time you couldn't read music. Did you do any other performing back then? or? Well, I, I did study acting for a while, and I was a dancer. I did some ballroom dancing uh, in the 80s. I worked for a DJ, and we would do shows. So I was used to performing in front of people, just not singing. I also studied a little voiceover because I thought, ooh, that'd be cool. And you have a great voice. And then, I, <laughs> and then I realized, well, I'm probably not going to make a living at it. So I went a different direction for my business. So your friend talked to you about singing. Tell us how that, like... So they would meet every week. And it was a local chapter. I lived in Evanston at the time. And they'd meet every week, and they had songs, uh, all this little repertoire of songs. And, and they said, oh, you sound like a bass. Okay. And Did you I, even know what a bass was? Well, I knew what a bass was, but I really didn't Lower. know what harmony was. Okay, this is a cappella, so there's nobody playing music to sing along with. And when I got there, I'm thinking, oh, well, maybe bass harmony is just singing an octave lower. Well, <laughs> that is nope. not it. No, that's not it. But I would stand next to the other basses and just match what they were doing. And that's how I kind of learned what harmony is. They'd have sheet music, I could read the lyrics, and I knew where my bass line was, but I couldn't tell you what notes they were or anything. Over the years, I still can't read music, but I can read intervals. So I know that it's up a half or up a full or up three, and and then by learning how to do that by ear, 
I can sing harmony. So now I can I can hold a note while somebody's singing another part or the three other parts next to me, and I can harmonize. Okay, so this started off as a hobby. So you you started singing with this group once a week. And what did you do during the day? Did you do corporate job during the day? To, you know? I had an online e-commerce business okay. that I created, and I worked out of my house, and I did that for about 24 years. So what was your inspiration to start new tradition chorus in 1996 like how did that happen the new tradition itself started in 1982 okay okay um they were they started kind of with the idea that they would be the best singing organization in the world i mean that was their premise i was singing in a different chapter much smaller chapter in evanston and we were part of the barbershop harmony society okay okay so they would have these district conventions in Peoria. And uh, I went with my chapter to Peoria and saw other choruses. And then the new tradition performed. They weren't actually competing at the time. They just performed. And I said, oh, I think I need to do that because there was 130. Barry, when did you decide to join the new tradition? In 1996. I saw them perform at District, and I said, I would love to do that because it was just another level. I mean, mm. their choreography and doing all kinds of stuff on stage, and the sound was amazing, and there was over 100 guys, and it was, it was incredible. So I went to New Tradition, and it was to audition. At that time, they were auditioning members, and I got in and gradually just kind of worked my way up into the hierarchy. I started doing some of their choreography because I had a dance background and we were great and we actually won the international competition in 2001. Wow. So explain um, explain more in detail. So that was back in 1996, you won in 2001. Yeah. What is the new tradition course today in, in 2023 for those that aren't right. familiar with it at all? Okay, so Historically, the Barbershop Harmony Society was all men. About five years ago, the society implemented an everyone in harmony concept. So we are now allowing women into the group. So I could join it. You could join it, absolutely. (laughs) We have four women in our chapter right now. Um, Not all chapters are mixed, but we decided to go mixed. After a number of years of people coming and we had a lot of guys showing up, it just kind of started to diminish. But we're a much smaller group right now, and COVID had its its impact on us greatly. So right now we're about 30 people. Okay. Four of our members are women, one of which is my wife, which is pretty cool to sing with my yeah. wife. And what is your and musical style? Like, what kind of songs do you guys sing? We sing everything. So when people think of barbershop harmony thing, you know, the mm-hmm. four guys standing around with straw hats and armbands yeah. and the striped shirts. Well, used to be like that. There is that, but for instance, our last spring show was seventies and eighties music, and not necessarily barbershop as you know it. The thing that is unique about the barbershop style is that there's a harmony part above the melody. Most acapella groups, the top voice is the melody, and you've got the harmony underneath. So that's what makes our style a little unique. But all the songs, I mean, we sang 
songs from Queen and Billy Joel and the Bee Gees and Broadway. It's a whole variety of stuff. So it's not your father's barbershop, as they right. say. Yeah. So now it's perfect segue into our topic. So we're going to talk more about New Tradition Course later, but let's dive into today's topic. And since you're mentioning all the songs that I love and grew up with and I even love today, because I know I've heard you and you do songs that are out on the radio now. Mm-hmm. So the Washington Post recently had an article about singing, keeping you young, especially if you sing with others. From your perspective, Barry, can you explain how that works? Well, part of that article, they did some studies, and it showed that singing, and especially singing with others, can reduce stress hormones. Other studies found that singing lessens anxiety, um, and it stimulates your memory, increased lung capacity because you're breathing, even uh, help with postpartum depression. So the thing that's really fun is that you're with a group and they become your friends. And singing, after COVID, I hadn't done a lot of singing during COVID. And when we came back Mm -hmm. in person, my breathing was not there anymore. Okay, so singing every week or every day, which is what you're supposed to do, Mm -hmm. really, really helps your lung capacity and your stamina and I noticed that after a few rehearsals, I got back, I got back into the ability to hold notes for a longer period of time. I didn't feel winded. It's almost like I wouldn't say cardio, but because your, your your heart rate doesn't go up, but the the deep breathing and, and, and using meditation, meditation, and, yeah. And, yeah, and just being in the sound is really fun. I mean, just hearing because there's no accompaniment; it's all your voices. It sounds amazing when everything, you know, when it's all tuned and, and you're just in this kind of wall of sound. It's hard to describe. It's more a feeling. It's it's really fun. You know, it's so interesting and it's just dawning on me because they teach you certain meditations, like when you're talking and thinking, but singing really does that. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it's your own internal meditation, but you're sharing it. Right. Right. Or not. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And if you think about it, when you're in the hospital after surgery and you have to, sometimes they have you do those breathing exercises that are, I I know my dad went through that. Mm -hmm. God, if he just sang more, he probably wouldn't have to do that because you're using that all the time. Yeah. Or it would be much easier. Yeah. Yeah. Very fascinating. So I know singing makes me happy. And I used to be a good singer as a teenager. I'm not anymore. Um, But I. Like, no, mm, <laughs> yeah, my kids tell me all the time. I'd love to get back into it, but I, really, my voice isn't as good anymore. How does someone like me or someone like you, when you started, how do you, like, where do you begin to get back? <laughs> yeah, to get back. Part of our mission is to help support the community. And what we do every year is have free singing lessons. So people will come to our rehearsal site and spend an hour with our director kind of learning what this is all about and developing their voice, learning techniques, breathing, warm-ups, to see if it's something that that they like and can do. Most people think they can't sing, but most people can sing. And what these singing, we've got four free singing lessons starting August 1st. And it's really fun. My wife did it 
last year. And even though she has a background in a little, she can read music, she plays the piano, but she got a lot out of it. And a lot of people came. We had ages from high school up to you know, 60, 70. We've got members that are in their 80s still with us singing. Hmm. Well, Just and that, same, that like leads me. So I'm hearing a lot of older people you know, liking to sing. I mean, everybody likes to sing. But why do you think that's happening more and more that the demographic is growing, not just among the young singing, but among the older? It's fun. And it's something you can experience with other people. Okay, meditation is pretty much solo. Singing with other people feels better. Mm -hmm. And it's fun. And you can, like I said, you can develop friends. And I have developed some pretty good relationships being in the chorus for a number of years. You don't have to, but it, you'll go out, we go out to dinner, and, and we have picnics, and it's a family. It's kind yeah, of a family. It it's like kind of a family. Thing. I mean, that's what our chorus is. It's a family. So it's not just going to sing once a week. It's more of that. What if you've truly been told that you're not a good singer, like, or you're tone deaf, or should somebody like that? join a group? It depends who told you. It really <laughs> depends who told you. I mean, I've heard some yeah. people that can't sing very well. Well, then it, yeah. it's not for everybody, right. but there's no harm in trying. Right. You know, what's you go and, and experience. It doesn't cost you anything. And if it's something that you can't do, well, then you can't do it. You know, find something, another hobby. Another hobby. You know, this is... Meditation. Yeah, meditation. <laughs> this is a hobby. We yeah. Are, um, or or playing the drums. Or playing the maybe, drums. Yeah. Anything, yeah, yeah. anything else. But the new tradition is, I'd say we're, we're a serious you know, chorus. We're not just there, oh, let's just sing and have a good time. We really want to do well and produce fine music. And from our perspective, singing better is more fun than just singing, okay? So when we rehearse, we pay attention. We've got all kinds of tools to help people who, like me, can't read. We've got learning tracks that have your voice part in the left channel and the other three parts in the right channel. So you can just, if you want, you can just listen to your own part and sing along with the music. And then learn before practice. Okay, so learn it that way. So you guys get together weekly. We get together weekly on and, Tuesday and nights. Tuesday nights, yeah. and how many hours? And what is a typical practice like? Typical practice. We start at seven o'clock. We rehearse at Temple Bethel, uh, thirty-six ten Dundee Road in Northbrook. Okay. And we are there for three hours, but we have a break at eight o'clock, and then we have another break at about nine o'clock and like a business meeting or just a little socialization part of the rehearsal and we stand on risers we, we don't sit we stand because yeah. sitting and singing is really not you, you can't really produce a good sound by sitting your diaphragm is collapsed and so forth but we do know that nobody wants to stand for three hours mm -hmm. so you know, take a break go sit down and all of our music now is digital so we've got, for guests, we've got pads that they can use uh, for their music. We stop making copies because we don't want to waste paper anymore. Well, smart, yes. smart. So yeah. they bring their tablets or I their bring, phones uh, I or whatever. I bring my iPad. Some guys, yeah. so, you know, some of the members will use a phone, a small iPad, a large iPad, or a, an Android device. It's compatible with 
How do you do people get input on some of the music or that you guys sing or is it basically kind of set on what songs that you guys are going to perform? Well, we we have a we have a music team. Um, and the music team is the director and the section leaders and me because I produce mm -hmm. the shows. We do two shows a year. We do one in the spring and then we do one around the holidays. And those are the shows that we produce ourselves. Outside of that, we would be hired to do shows for, we're doing a show at the Glenview Country Club. Got it. Different country clubs will hire us for the holidays mm -hmm. sometimes or for other chapter shows. We've sung other chapter shows before. But is there a cost it, like for someone who wants to join New Tradition Chorus? Like is there an entry fee? Or yeah, it, we like people to come to rehearsals at least three times before they decide they'd like to join, just to get a feel for it and sing with us and, and so sure forth. They're, they're make, good for your group. Yeah, make too. sure, yeah, sure. yeah. Make sure you know we're good for them and they're good mm -hmm. for us and all that. We do have an audition process. I mean, it's not hardcore, but you do have to learn your voice part. You learn one of the songs that we're singing, and then sing it with a quartet. And the director might say, "That's fantastic. You're in," or why don't you work on it a little more, come back next week, and we'll try it again. So we're not like, oh, gosh, you're never going to be able to do this. Right. Because we've had that happen, and they come back, and they sound great, and they're fantastic members. So in terms of what music we decide, we try to have a theme each year for our spring show. Mm -hmm. So we've done Broadway. We've done Disney. We've done, like last year, 70s and 80s. We've done 40s, big band. Mm -hmm. And we try to incorporate a theme into the show. We have a list of songs that we've sung over the years. For the spring show, about 140 different songs. So each spring, we try to not make everybody learn a million songs. Right. You know, we'll, we're going to sing maybe 12 or 13 songs for a spring show. But we'll take songs that everybody kind of knows still and just add a few new ones so it's not like, oh, gosh. Over, yeah. Overwhelming for Overwhelming somebody. for guys. Yeah. In terms of the cost, as, as, like a membership as fee, hobbies like, go, I, I believe it's about $240 a year. Not a lot. Which is... To do what you love? Yeah. You're, you're spend that on a night out on the town. Right. <laughs> I mean, when you join, you're joining the chapter, you're joining the Barbershop Harmony Society, and you're joining the Illinois District. And that 240 covers all of that. Other expenses you might incur would be going to our district convention, which is in Bloomington on a weekend. So you might stay overnight. I have done it where I didn't stay over. I drove down. It's close enough. Yeah. I drove yeah. down. We did our performance, and I drove back <laughs> the same day. So that didn't really cost me anything other than gas, and sometimes we carpool, so it's it's easy. Any so affordable. It's, and and it, they don't need an instrument. All they need to do is their voice. That is correct. Yeah, so and just keep that up and yeah. hydrated and all that. Right. So you mentioned you do two shows. Do you perform at one particular spot for those two shows, or does it change every year? We used to perform at Glenbrook South High School for many, many years. Then COVID happened, and that stopped, and then they stopped actually renting out. So we started looking for churches to perform at, and our last show was in Arlington Heights. 
but uh, I did find a really great church, Glenview Community Church in Glenview, and we're going to have our holiday show there, and our next spring show will be there as well. It's a really pretty church, and the good part is that the pews have padding. <laughs> yeah, that's important. Yeah, because the other church, it was everybody was just sitting on a hard. So if there is a company listening or mm-hmm. if there is somebody that puts on events, I know like we have, the right. Displains Chamber of Commerce, we've actually had you come out and you've wowed our members. Could they contact you all to book you? And is there particular types of events that you prefer or a certain amount of time or are you open? We're pretty much open. Normally, our show set is about 45 minutes to an hour. We wouldn't sing for two hours or something mm-hmm. like that. It's yeah. because it's... Hurt your voice. Yeah, there's a yeah, lot of... Yeah. Acapella yeah. Is, is a little bit different that way. We also do smaller groups. So like a birthday party, if you could hire a quartet, or you could hire what we call a VLQ, which could be eight people or 12 people. And we could sing at a birthday party. We've sung at corporate events. Many years ago, we sang for the FBI. God, that's great. For the F- downtown, we've sung for different corporate events out west. We've done stuff in Wisconsin. It just all over anything where you might want a little bit of entertainment after a dinner. Or, for instance, we did something with you for a lunch. Yeah, yeah you've done a lunch. woman in business event. Right. You've done an after hours. And I know we've worked together where I've told you how much time we have. And I know for the after hours, you had like 40 people come on out, which was great. Yeah. And the women in business luncheon, like 20. Yeah, that was a like, real yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. I think that was 12. Okay, yeah. 12 people. And yeah. it was just as beautiful from 12 people to the larger group and Mm -hmm. you all were amazing thank you amazing so do you belong to any other organizations like this and how does being part of the community or displays chamber or other networking organizations has that helped you build your business well displays chamber any chamber is great because you get contacts and you get to perform at after hours or the breakfast or whatever and then they you know potential contacts Referrals. you know yeah, we've we'll, had we'll, people we'll contact yeah, saying how could i hire them well and we did um something at the hotel yeah one because, of the hotels one of yeah. the hotels because yeah. of seeing us at yeah. i think the women in business women in business event well hopefully yeah. there'll be a lot more yeah. okay so yeah. i'm sure everybody is going to hear the clip and hear you guys sing and be chomping at the bit on how they could contact you and book that's Give uh, us yeah that. it's nutradition.org is how you can go and contest. Uh, and they can listen to some of the songs that you guys do on there. Yeah, there's, yeah. I believe, a link to listen to us that goes to YouTube. Mm-hmm. And that's the easiest way. There's a contact form that you can send in, and it'll go right to me. Right. <laughs> or you could contact Displains Chamber, Chamber at um, dpchamber.com, and they'll find you yep. on there or you know, give us a call and we'll refer. What if they want to join your group? Would it be the same if, if they are interested in being happy and staying mm-hmm. young and, and want to be a part of it. You can come yeah. and you don't have to come to a guest night or you don't Do they even have to call first and say that they're coming. You can yeah. show up at seven o'clock. It's nice to go onto the website and, mm-hmm. and there's a form like visit, visit yeah. us and a little contact form. So we know you're coming and know to expect somebody because uh, you, you do, well, you have to ring a little doorbell to get in. You can't just walk in, but any Tuesday night, Great. People are welcome. We've got people coming in all the time. You don't have to do the free singing lessons if you already feel comfortable and, and would like to show up. 
any Tuesday at 7. We welcome you guys are ready. anybody, men and women. It's awesome. Yeah. And, and I, as I said, I love to sing. And I'm sure there's so many people out there that cannot wait to listen to you all and maybe join your group. So thank you so much for You're coming, welcome. Barry. You're welcome. Appreciate it.